Welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. Coming up. We hold so much stress in the jaw. It's probably one of the most common areas of the face to hold our stress. And when it builds up, it can cause all sorts of issues. You know, we find that from a wellness point of view, we can get things like headaches. Um, we can get sinus issues. We can get TMJ, teeth grinding, lots of impacts on that from a health yeah. point of view. But even aesthetically, when we hold a lot of tension in the jaw, we can tend to also find that we um, find that we create lines around the mouth area maybe we get slightly saggier skin underneath the jaw area because often when we follow a lot of sort of tension being held there we get those repetitive lines that we get from expressions I'm your host Danielle Collins and I'm the world leading face yoga expert best-selling author of the book Danielle Collins face yoga and creator of the international teacher training program the Danielle Collins face yoga method 17 years ago, I healed myself from chronic illness and I've spent the last 15 years teaching, sharing and serving millions of people in person, on TV and online to help them look and feel the best version of themselves. This podcast is about giving you simple, effective, natural tips and advice and sharing knowledge and insight from industry experts. If you have a friend who you think would enjoy this podcast, please share it on social media as it means so much if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast as it allows more people to feel healthier and happier naturally. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. This is the Face Yoga Expert Podcast. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode. So today I am sharing with you a podcast where I was a guest on Me, My Relationships and I with the amazing Camilla Sacradellarup. And you may remember Camilla from one of the very early episodes of my podcast. And if you were a fan of Strictly Come Dancing on the BBC, if you're here in the UK, you will know Camilla well. She's moved from being a professional dancer for, gosh, I think maybe 30 years she was a professional dancer and moved into the meditation, wellness and mindfulness space and now is a very well-known and very celebrated wellness expert. And she kindly invited me to come on her podcast and we had such a lovely chat and there were so many really useful hints and tips that I thought I must share this with you guys. I know I've been doing this a lot over the last few weeks, sharing episodes that I was on, but sometimes I just feel called to do that. And when I feel called to do something, as you all know, I really just go with that intuition and that gut instinct. So I really do hope you enjoy this. We talk about my journey, which if you're a regular listener of the podcast, you will have heard before, but I guess it's a nice story for you to really understand why I do what I do and what my origin story really is. We also talk about how starting small is really important for starting business. Then we talk about the jaw area, how to release stress from the jaw. We talk about tips and face yoga if you just don't have much time. We talk about the teacher training course, my book, my 10-day course. We delve into talking about acne, my wellness routine, walking therapy. We even talk about what I eat for breakfast, why and how I'm a highly sensitive person. And we even talk about my brand new book, The Face Yoga Journal, which is ready for pre-order now. You can head to the show notes or go straight to Amazon and it will be in your hands on 28th of September. So I'm so excited to share this with you and I'm equally excited to share this episode. So let's delve straight into it now. Welcome to Me, My Relationships and I with me, Camilla Seca-Delrop. 
Today's guest is Danielle Collins. She's a best-selling author and the face yoga expert. She has 16 years of experience and she trains others in face yoga expert techniques. Today, she's sharing some of that wisdom with all of us. Welcome, Danielle. Thank you, Camilla. So first of all, um, let's just start with how did you land in this niche area of teaching face yoga? Like, it's, it's just so amazing, the story. So can we just go back to how it all began for you? Yeah, let's take it back to the beginning. So my real journey started when I was 21, so about 18 years ago. And I just left university. I'd done my degree in education. I was going to go and be a school teacher. That's what I'd always wanted to do all my life. I knew I wanted to teach and I knew I wanted to help. But the only way I knew how was to do that in sort of school teaching. But then as I left university, I became really unwell. So I was getting progressively more and more unwell and eventually was diagnosed with ME. So I had the glandular fever virus as the trigger and it was a whole combination of lots of different things you know I was at burnout really Um, and my immune system couldn't cope anymore my nervous system couldn't cope anymore and I actually became completely housebound and bedridden So even though when I'd left university, I was getting these signs sort of feeling that my body wasn't right. And I took quite a sort of relaxed, low pressure job for a while before I was going to then go into teaching. But I got to the stage where I couldn't even walk to work, let alone work. And doctors said to me, there's not much we know about this. There's not like there's a magic pill we can give you. We can't tell you how long you'll suffer from this from. You may just get over it. You may live with it for life. We really don't know. So I had to really take matters into my own hands. And someone recommended to me that I try some yoga. I went to see a life coach and she had gone through the same illness and overcome it. And I'd never heard of yoga before. I mean, I used to be into going to the gym or playing sports. And I thought I ate healthily. When I look back now, I probably didn't. But that is about as far as sort of my health and fitness went, really. But yoga had no idea of. So I remember getting a videotape of of, of, um, yoga and I literally was in bed. So I was bedridden and couldn't do very much so I started off just doing a little bit of gentle breathing some really gentle stretches and I remember so clearly the first time I took that deep calming correct breath really how much I thought oh my goodness I know I can heal now it was such a moment I mean I remember it so well I can visualize the bedroom I was in and everything and that then took me on a journey to think how else can I heal myself yoga became a, a big part of my life and then I brought in meditation on um, positive thinking affirmations visualizations I started to get help from lots of different holistic therapists so acupressure acupuncture massage all different things and eventually managed to heal myself so within about 18 months I was strong I was healthy I was probably stronger and healthier than I'd ever been in my life and I felt this real passion inside me to help other people in a similar way that I'd help myself so whether it to be help them overcome a similar illness 
or just to share these really simple, natural and effective techniques that I had used used myself from my bed. Um, And I just wanted to share them with others. So I took training as a relaxation therapist at first, then I moved into doing training as a yoga teacher, I took training in face massage, nutrition, well-being coaching and I started teaching a lot of meditation and yoga classes just around my local area which I absolutely loved and I was really blessed to build up a whole busy client base and I had lots of different classes I was doing lots and lots of one-to-one sessions just loving sharing all of this with people But I had something at the back of my mind all the time as I was doing this. Now, I remember when I trained as a yoga teacher thinking, how crazy is it that we learn everything about the body from the neck down? You know, how to strengthen and tone a muscle, how to relax it, how to release it through massage. But we learn nothing about the 57 muscles in the face, head, neck area. So I always 57. had that. 57. I know, 57, 57 in this whole area, which is just crazy when you think about it. I mean, such a significant part of the body. And when it comes to exercise and massage and relaxation, it's often really forgotten. Yeah. So I had that in the back of my mind. I also had done training, as I said, in face massage. And it was lovely giving people treatments. But first of all I knew that wasn't my calling to give people treatments I really enjoyed teaching people so they could do things themselves but also I could see that when people came maybe once a fortnight or once a month to have a face massage treatment their skin looked amazing but actually they should be doing that every single day even if it was just a minute or two a day and the third thing which really brought everything together was clients were saying to me Yoga's great, you know, for my body. I'm coming to your classes. I feel stronger, more flexible, fitter. My mind feels calmer. But what about my face? I wish there was (laughs) something I could do for my face. And this is going back, you know, sort of 16 years ago now. And the skincare industry just wasn't where it is now. We didn't have the options available, you know, whether you choose to go down a more invasive route, whether you go down a natural route we didn't have that. So actually people were searching for something that they could do for their face, particularly people that are already into sort of fitness and health and beauty and holistic healing. So all of this together, I started to do my research. So of course I drew on all the trainings I'd done, but research was a huge part of it. And I researched into techniques that have been used for thousands of years in traditional Chinese medicine, Mm -hmm. in yoga, in Ayurveda, in Shiatsu. I also did a lot of research into our facial muscles how they're composed how our skin is composed which muscles need lifting and strengthening which need relaxing and I put together a program I put together the Danielle Collins face yoga method and I started teaching just little bits of it at the end of my yoga classes I started offering my clients would you like to come and do like a little focus group I would do before (laughs) and after pictures of them and looking back I think that that was so important working with real people as I was honing my techniques because I was gaining feedback from people that knew me from people I would see all the time I would make them little CDs with a little routine and they'd go away and use it and come back and give me feedback and actually that was incredibly important and yeah. much really of what I teach now was yeah. developed during that time of course over the years you know as my yeah. learning and research has grown yes. and as I've worked with people things have changed and developed yeah. but much of it the core of it really comes from 
that time. And then I've been so blessed over the last sort of 15 years, I've been able to share this well internationally. Um, I share online on many different platforms. As you know, I've been very lucky to have, well, I guess millions of people, you know, watch my YouTube videos, etc. I've written a book, my second book is coming out in in September. Um, I train people to be face yoga teachers. So do lots and lots of different things now. And I'm really lucky to be, like you said earlier, sharing my passion. Yeah. But just coming back to that really important thing you touched on there, Mm -hmm. where you started with the people around you. So whatever, if someone is listening to this now and they have this burning desire to start a business in some way, start just like that. Like you did and I did the same. I took it to the people that were around me already in my groups. At that time, maybe they were into dancing, but soon they were into meditation because <laughs> I was teaching them, you know. And you yeah. and you get feedback immediately. You can see it on people's faces even. What is happening? Is Are they receiving this well? Do I need to change this a little bit? Testing our material in, in the safe space where people want to learn. They're like, maybe this is interesting, this is not. And so if, if people are listening now and have an idea of something they're passionate about, start small. I think it's so important because it's easy to look at your Instagram now and your YouTube videos and think, oh, well, she just flowed right into that. It wasn't like that. And same for me. You know, mm-hmm. it was a lot of learning and what works and what doesn't and starting small. You know, I think when I heard Marianne Williamson, um, who to me is one of the best speakers, women speakers in the world, you know, when she said, uh, when she was saying at one talk about speaking in her living room and there was like five people in there, you know, we've all had to start somewhere. I've been there too with my talks and a few people, but it's, it's okay. That's okay. It's a safe place to build too, you know? And then I really want to touch on if, if you are feeling stress or tension, just I want to start with that one in your face right now, right? Because for me personally, I feel it around the jaw. If anybody else feels that, what would you, what could we do as a sort of quick massage as we're sat at our Zoom meetings and we all day long, you know, at the desk, what could we do to the jaw here to release some of that? You're so right. We hold so much stress in the jaw. It's probably one of the most common areas of the face to hold our stress. And when it builds up, it can cause all sorts of issues. You know, we find that from a wellness point of view, we can get things like headaches. um, We can get sinus issues. We can get TMJ, teeth grinding, lots of impacts on that from a health point of view. But even aesthetically, when we hold a lot of tension in the jaw, we can tend to also find that we um, find that we create lines around the mouth area maybe we get slightly saggier skin underneath the jaw area because often when we've got a lot of sort of tension being held there we get those repetitive lines that we get from expressions um we get very stagnant energy so maybe we get a buildup of fluid in that area maybe the skin looks duller so because the circulation isn't going as it should do so it has a real impact um but certainly what you do daily is going to make a big difference so as you say, if you're at your desk, you know, obviously making sure your hands are clean first, but you can really simply take two fingers and thumb and just pinching along the jaw area and just going right down into the muscle. That really, really helps rather than pulling the skin out with thinking about going down and you go all the way up to the ear area. You do that about three times. Then you can take your thumbs and you can just glide up and you can do that about three times as well. Now, if you get a lot of tension in your jaw, take your index finger, just find that little point 
just behind the ear, right at the top of the jawbone. Press for a moment and then wiggle your finger about. Do a little massage in one direction and the other. And you can do it both sides wow. if you like, either both sides together or individually. And if that's very tender, that's usually indication you are holding a lot of wow. stress in that area. So massage regularly. That really, really helps. It almost feels like it goes right to the back of the neck, the tension in the neck. It's from the jaw connected everything fascinating. is fascinating yeah so again release tension in your neck even just by you know bringing ear towards shoulder and the other side and chin down towards chest and back again when we do those neck movements mm. we free up that area and it really does release the jaw as well i love that and so there's so much to talk about i'm thinking how we're gonna fit it all in <laughs> um is there like a quick because everybody like, you know, three minute, five minute. The problem is that yeah. we never have enough time in today's world, right? So same, I want to be able to do my face yoga every day. And I want to be able to do my stretching and my workout and my meditation and this and that. And by the time I've done that, I've, the work is done, right? There's so many yeah. rituals we want to fit in. I have managed to fit in a couple of things uh, every day that you have taught me. And that's really helped me. Like it feels good. Um, so if there was just three thing like three little tips that we could do every morning or every night that's not going to like take forever as we're applying our cream or oil what would the three little tips be you're so right you can just do three one minute tips um morning or evening integrate it with your skincare routine so taking all your fingers is great and just tapping starting at the neck area like quick taps now you can really just almost take a few seconds doing this or if it feels really good go a bit longer and then you can work up your jaw you can work all the way around the cheek area above the lips under the lips very lightly under the eyes this is very good for circulation helps the lymphatic drainage up to the temples all the way over the forehead and I would say take about a maximum of one minute doing that. And that's beautiful for helping your skin product just to get deeper into the skin. So you're getting the so most good. benefits. <laughs> I know you're getting right? the most benefits out of your skincare. Yeah. It's also super relaxing when we let go of tension in the muscles. That is fantastic. So if you're doing this in the morning, you're mm. less likely to hold that stress in your face and therefore less likely to make those stress related expressions, which as we get older can tend to etch into our skin so that's a really great one to do to start with yeah again when you've applied skin cream or serum whatever you're applying you can also just take your hands and just work with the palms of your hands just up the front of your neck just stroking upwards working up the side of one cheek you can go up the side of the other you can work up between the eyebrows here, just above one eyebrow, above the other eyebrow. That is just beautiful. And again, so relaxing. Mm. And you can repeat that a few times. I love that for a, a full face workout as well. Yeah. And then what I would say is pick an area of your face that you really feel intuitively that day you need to work on. So mm -hmm. it may be the same area every day. So you may, for example, say, okay, so it's my eye area. That's what my real problem area mm. is. Or you may change daily so if it's forehead area for example you can stroke with all your fingers across your forehead that's a great one to do if you get a lot of puffiness around the eyes you can take your index finger come under the eyebrows and under the eyes if you really want to work with lifting the cheeks a great one is to puff the cheeks out and just transfer the air from cheek to cheek 
And you can even use the fingers just to smooth any lines around the mouth. That's a really good cheek lifting one. Jaw, we've already talked about that releasing in that area. If you really want to tone the neck area and work with reducing sort of double chin, or what we often call the turkey neck area, tilting the head back only as far as it's comfortable, lips together, tip of the tongue comes up and down towards the roof of the mouth, about a rate of one per second. Amazing for toning up that area. You can do that for about one minute. You should feel it mm -hmm. just underneath the chin area. And there are a few quick techniques, but really tune into what you need that day. That works beautifully. It's really extraordinary because as I was doing that just then, I was thinking, why am I only having this done when I go for a facial? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just, just that, that stroking that was literally like having a facial. It felt so yeah. good. But like I said, this one you did across the forehead. It just, I do that every day now. And I do the middle as well for the frowning that you yes. taught me just like that. And it, like I said, I do three things every day with my cream and my oils and oils. And I reckon it's made a difference to my, my kind of um, anti-aging regime, as I call it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it really does because, you know, we think that we have to dedicate hours and hours to these mm. things, but no, actually just a few minutes per day. I mean, if you wanted to get to the point where you could do 10 minutes or 30 minutes every day, fantastic. Mm. But we don't want to put pressure on ourselves, you know, start small, integrate it with a skincare routine, which most of us are doing anyway, yeah. um, and then build it up, you know, and I often say to people, just do a bit while you're in the bath or you're watching TV, you yeah. know, just put it at different points in your day and make it really accessible and yeah. as you say even just in a few seconds you feel almost like you've been for a facial which is wonderful we have so much healing abilities in our own hands totally so i want to talk about the certification that you you have where i know that because i see now actually people around the world i've like followed different instagram accounts and i they'll say oh we trained or whatever and they're showing some of the same um you know, techniques and stuff. And that must be so exciting. How are you finding the people that are taking the certification? Is it like they're an add-on to what they already know? So you have kind of people in all kind of careers that are adding it to what they already know. Or they're just starting out and thinking, this is what I want to do. Is it like, a, you know, it's both actually, which is super interesting. So some people decide to take the certification because they want a complete change in career, a complete change in business. You know what? They want to start something from scratch and build it up, which is wonderful to see. And I always think that's such an exciting journey. Other people come to it because perhaps they're a yoga teacher or they're a therapist or a holistic healer. Uh, maybe they're in the fitness or beauty industry, a beauty therapist and they want to add face yoga to what they already do and I love seeing that as well because you see everyone use it in such a different way you know some people will integrate it in a yoga class other people will be doing facials for people and then they'll sort of show them a few tips at the end and other people think that they came to just use it as an add-on and then face yoga ends up being the most popular part of their business and that is what they end up doing um, and teaching so it's great to see you know people coming from different sides but you can come with no experience absolutely mm -hmm. and one of the things which we really delved into over the last year is just giving people the chance to be certified from their own home because of yeah. covid yeah. this is something we always offered but actually a lot of the time people were having to travel often to different countries to go and do their training yeah. but it's been wonderful to see how accessible it's been for people now um and also to see how they've also been able to adapt and change their business 
businesses and be able to teach so beautifully um, via online. I mean, we had many, many people come to us, particularly at the beginning of last year when the pandemic hit, that were, for example, beauty therapists or yoga teachers who were very used to teaching in a face-to-face environment and beauty therapists, which of course were giving people hands-on treatments, which just stopped overnight for them. You know, that was it. Then they came and did their face yoga teacher training. And of course, then they were able to see their clients, you know, via Zoom, via Mm -hmm. Skype and actually give them sessions and classes that way, you know, in their own homes, giving it to people in their homes. So it's great. That's amazing. How long is the course? So you can do it in a few um, ways. So if you do a distance learning, there's really no time limit. Some people will complete it in a week. Um, <laughs> other people will do it sort of over a few months or a year. Mm. You know, they, they take their time. We say yeah. doing your own study, absolute minimum is taking 12 hours to study that. Most people take double or treble that because, yeah. you know, there's, there's so much information to take in. And then when they've completed that study, they do a written assignment and then they do a call with either myself or one of our amazing super trainers where they do a practical assignment so they put together and plan a class and they have to teach the class to us and of course that's all marked and they get plenty of time then to ask questions etc so you know there really is no time limit but you know you can do it in a shorter sort of between sort of 12 and 20 hours really if you want to and there's so many ways that people can connect with you and learn just for your own you know benefit like I use the exercises on YouTube on Instagram in your book um how does the how would you say is there like a there's no right or wrong way to kind of enter you just start right by doing a few exercises and then add on as you need right absolutely so my book has all got one minute techniques in so you can I love literally that. everybody can do one minute <laughs> everyone can do one minute and what's beautiful about it is you can pick it up and just say okay I want to work on that area of the face or this is my problem area today and just pick that or you can build it up and make it a 10 minute routine or a 30 minute routine and there's actually a really lovely corresponding course that goes with that as well which is um, 10 days you do 10 minutes a day so 10 minutes of different phase yoga techniques each day working on key areas of the face and you get a full digital copy in my book as well but that's a lovely way just to kickstart your routine you dedicate 10 minutes for 10 days which really allows people to see a nice difference in that time because they've worked all areas of their face every day I love that, actually, because I think it's just like when we commit to going to the gym, right? If, if we go, I'm going to go every single day for an hour. No, you're not. That's no. never going to happen. <laughs> we all have been there. And yeah, that's just, I, I mean, unless that's your passion in life, that's mm-hmm. not really going to happen. So I love the yeah. fact that it's small commitments that's actually doable, right? Yes, absolutely. So how about if there's something specific that's happening to your skin, you know, like breakouts or acne? Sometimes I find in my practice that it could be to do with the emotions and challenges that people are going through. Is that something that you touch on in your work as well? Absolutely. So when it comes to acne and breakouts, there's never just one reason we get it. And there's never just one solution. So the first thing I always say to people is if you really are suffering, then go get help, you know, go to a doctor, go to a dermatologist, get all your blood checks done, you know, really know that you don't have to suffer alone. There always is an option. Mm. If you are just suffering from the occasional breakout, maybe, you know, it's stress related, Mm -hmm. then it's really 
really looking at what you can do in terms of daily wellness routines. Mm -hmm. Of course, your face yoga is going to help. If you have very active acne, by the way, it's not good to massage too much over that area. What I normally recommend for somebody that has very bad acne is actually to do acupressure points because what we do then is we work with helping that energy flow. We help release any stagnant energy in that area rather than directly massaging over very active acne but definitely with all skin conditions if we can take more time to look after ourselves and look at reducing our stress levels this makes a huge difference particularly if your acne is very much hormonal we all know the link between hormones and stress so I mean, I used to have very bad acne when I was a teenager and then going into my early 20s. And even now I have to be super careful with what I eat, my stress levels. Um, If anything changes, you know, if I have far too much sugar in a week, for example, Mm. or my sleep isn't where it should be, or my stress levels are higher, I'll find I get a few breakouts. It really, my skin does react very quickly. And some people's skin do that. So if yours does that, you know, I really, really feel for you with that. But certainly reducing stress. And for me, um, every day I have what I call my three non-negotiables, which is do my face yoga practice. So of course I do that for my mind, body, but my face from a wellness and an aesthetic point of view, my yoga practice. So that can look very different each day. Some days I may do yin yoga where I'm doing super relaxing, gentle yoga. Other days I may do something which is a little bit faster moving. Some days it'll just be three or four minutes in a child's pose you know other days it'll be doing an online class or going to a class in person when you can do that so it really does change daily depending on lots of things you know what I feel I need what my time allows and then my third non-negotiable each day is a walk in fresh air and ideally being around nature and that is something which is really um I guess come into its own over the last year or so particularly (laughs) when didn't have any other option of where we could go and what we could do I really stepped into that and made sure you know even if I was just sort of walking around the block for 20 minutes at lunchtime and I've noticed that actually I fall asleep so much better when I do that and if I miss a day I notice it takes me ages to fall asleep I feel like days I don't do I almost have like this brain fog you know it's like my mind needs that that oxygen that fresh air and and particularly if I can be around trees that makes a a big big difference so I know that's sort of going off subject slightly from the acne but just sharing sort of what I do Yeah. yeah Yeah. what your daily wellness kind of non-negotiables are and mm-hmm. so that's and and I feel yeah. you I'm literally the walking I feel slightly off if yeah. I haven't been out walking and I know that I have dogs that I walk so it's that happens every day but yeah. when I'm traveling even though I, I'm not traveling with my dogs I have to do it like for me mm-hmm. otherwise I feel off it is just so grounding and I, I agree with you with the trees and and that's free like it's right here I, we just step outside of our door and we, we can do this you know and like you said I walk around the block wherever I am that's what I do even in big cities when I travel yeah so so important and I have lots of other little bits and bobs of of wellness routines that I bring into my day all the time but they're the give us a few give us a few oh gosh loads what about about the lemon water I'm I'm, I want to hear some people believe that you do first I do every morning first thing Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, every morning. So every morning I make, I boil the kettle. I do about three quarters hot water. I put a little bit of cold filtered water in, squeeze half a lemon in, and I drink that every morning. Um, If I can, I'll wait about half an hour to an hour before I eat. But that really depends, you know, am I rushing off to do the school run or whatever I'm doing? So if I can wait, I will. If not, I'll have something fairly soon after. And then my breakfast will usually be either I'll make a smoothie. So that's probably what I do maybe four days a week. Um, And I'll shove all sorts in there. You know, it'll be everything from almond milk to berries, avocado, you know, flax seeds, pumpkin seeds. It's all going in there. Um, And I love having that. And that actually suits me really well on days where I am dropping the kids to school rather than days that my husband does it. Um, Because it's really easy because I know I'm rushing around. I'm not going to take that time to eat properly. And then when I come back and I'm ready just before I sit at my desk, I'll have something more significant. I'll have something like eggs or I have porridge and berries something like that works really really well for me but yeah I I love the lemon water um a few other things I do so no no caffeine no caffeine I love dark chocolate I have dark chocolate every day so I guess that that does (laughs) include caffeine but no I don't drink tea or coffee at all it just doesn't suit my body you know when I was really um well I got ME I realized how sensitive my body is and actually I'm a highly Mm. sensitive person as I know you are as well (laughs) (laughs) so and as the same as you know I had um Mel Collins on my on my podcast on the face here Grace but podcast and it's great and I really more that the years go on, the more I understand how much of a highly sensitive person I yeah. am and how things like tea or coffee yeah. just don't suit my body. I mean, I'm so sensitive to it. I mean, I yeah. couldn't touch a cup of coffee because of the impact it would have on my body. Yeah. I don't drink alcohol. You know, I gave yeah, up tea, coffee and alcohol, no alcohol you know, yeah. years ago. Exactly. Because again, my body just couldn't cope with that. No, and I think no. it's often difficult for people that aren't highly sensitive people to understand that um but I also try and step into the amazingness that being a highly sensitive person is you know the fact that we can use our intuition so much the fact that we do have so much empathy for other people Um, but I do know that without these wellness routines I do throughout my day all Mm -hmm. day really Mm -hmm. there's something just put in yes I probably would go back very slowly not not very um I don't think it would be a big overnight sort of burnout type of thing yes. like it was last time. But I think very gradually I would see yeah. my health deteriorate. Yeah. I call um, it the slippery slope. The slippery slope. I can Absolutely. feel it if I yeah. start any of that. Oh, I don't need that today. No, no, you do. You do I need know. that today. <laughs> you do need that walk. You do need that meditation. Yes. Don't fool yourself. The slippery slope is <laughs> over there. <laughs> so true. But I, I also you. try and feel super grateful that my body gives me signals all totally. the time. You know, like every sometimes when I'm not in the best headspace about it, I get annoyed with my body. I'm like, ah, oh, why can't you let me just have a day off from all? Yeah. this why do I need to do it all and I'm almost frustrated but most of the time I feel yeah. really at peace and really grateful mm. that my body tells me and you know if I'm yeah. doing too much for me it's always a bit of a sore throat yeah um and that's been hanging around actually for me for a couple of weeks maybe a mm. bit longer to be honest just there and yeah. I know that that's my sign okay, Tanya. <laughs> like that they just know the throat chakra yeah. is screaming slow oh down oh my god screaming <laughs> so loud my goodness and then when I listen to it it's yeah. okay again yes totally yeah. I love it 
So you also have another book coming up, which I'm really excited about. Tell us a little bit about it. I'm so excited. So it comes out end of September, but it's available for pre-order now. And it is called the Face Yoga Journal. So it's a beautiful way to keep you motivated and keep you accountable to your face yoga <laughs> practice, but in a really relatable way. So it's a 52 week journal. Each week you get a fresh new face yoga technique, which I encourage you to do for one minute per day. And you can also, of course, do all your other face yoga practice. And there's space in there to tick off what you've done that day or that week so maybe you've done 10 minutes that day or maybe you've done the forehead that day you record all of that there's also space to write about your daily words your daily mantra your gratitudes you also at the end of each week are able to evaluate how you did with not only your face yoga but how your week's gone in terms of life and wellness and also what didn't go so well as well so all the things we know about a traditional um, journal but also I bring a lot of stuff in there about chakras, um, about crystals, about affirmations. So it's just a beautiful way to understand the deeper benefits of face yoga in terms of self-care and feeling good. And it just looks gorgeous as well. It's such a lovely <laughs> I feel that I can have. hear that. Yeah, yeah I feel like I want to have this. Thing. Exactly. You want to feel it and have it. Exactly that. So if you like journaling, it's perfect for you. You know, if you like face yoga, it's also perfect for you. But if you just want to sort of get started with face yoga in a really simple way, but also almost have me holding your hands along the way over the year, and you can start it at any point in the year, it's perfect. So I'm excited. Okay, go order now. (laughs) Can't wait to hold that in my hands. This has been so fascinating. And and like I said, you've made a difference in my, um, you know, face regime, as I call it. And um, you can connect with Danielle on faceyogaexpert.com and on Instagram. Is your handle on there same, faceyogaexpert? At faceyogaexpert, yeah. And there's just, there's just so many tools on that. And I just love, you just have such a, I love that I can feel through your vibration that you are walking the walk. I mean, that just comes through, oozing through all of your posts. I know that you are doing um, these rituals. And like you said, it's an ongoing process. It's not like, you know, if you and I didn't do these mindful moments for ourselves during the day, we would not feel good, <laughs> yeah. right? The mind would take over and it would, like we said, be a slippery slope. So it's just em- embracing and, and integrating these little things into our life, these mindful moments, whether that's for face yoga or it's that cup of hot water with lemon or whatever it is that you embrace for you, the daily walk, the yoga, the exercise, make your own rituals and your own routines, but try and, and grab some of these excellent um, tools that are already out there that we can use, right? Absolutely, definitely. Thank you for joining us today and sharing some of your brilliant wisdom with us. Thank you, Camilla. If you have enjoyed the podcast, please do leave a review and share it with your friends and join me on my website, sendme.tv or on social media to connect at Camilla Dalrup. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like more information on face yoga or you'd like to become a face yoga teacher, just head to our website, faceyogaexpert.com for more information. 
If you'd like to do a regular structured daily face yoga program to get the best results, you can either use one of my apps, just search Danielle Collins on your app store, or you can use my book, just search Danielle Collins Face Yoga on Amazon. And thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you again next time.